0: Hello everybody and welcome back to chapter tactics. I am your host, Magikarp Used Fly, and with me today we have our regular co-host in Demeki. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? John P. Hey, what's up, everybody? And special guest, Scary.
1: Salutations, all of you players of the game.
0: Not just Scarry, but we also have the one, the only, Val. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Val, welcome back hmm. to Chapter Tactics, man. Uh, how does it? How does it feel?
2: You know, uh, it's it's pretty all right, man. Like you guys been keeping it nice, warm and cozy. Uh, Scary, <laughs> this is just like old days.
1: This feels right. I will say yeah. it's you know your your subtle voice tones don't are not appreciated enough. Since you've been mainly the servo skull head of the entire frontline gaming
3: you know, uh, podcast so, network. Yeah.
2: You gotta put you gotta put the brains where they count, you know? Yeah. That's, that's behind all this stuff. Raf, you're doing a great job. Just do your job.
3: <laughs> Good job, Raph. Good job, Raph.
0: <laughs> everybody, everybody give a round of applause to Raph. Raf, you're right. fired. Good job, man. Good hey, job, Raf. Go <laughs> yeah.
1: Good job. Good job. Yeah.
0: All right. So um off of the tail end of uh SoCal, the orcs. Free Buddhas list has become a very, very big buzzword topic in the 40k community. So what we're going to be unpacking today is just basically talking about different ways that you can fight against free Buddhas. What are some good armies that can go against free Buddhas? And basically just tell you, like not tell you guys, but open your minds into understanding that there is options available out there and it's not just free boot. If you don't play free Buddhas, you lose.
3: Basically, you have to open your
0: mind, yes, yeah, think outside the box. Wait,
3: you're telling me this isn't Expand a game of rock, paper, scissors?
0: Yeah, this is what this isn't a game of, of pay to win. This isn't, uh, what, what's it called? <laughs> it's a gotcha. Yeah, it's a, it's, gotcha like, it's a gotcha game, man. It's uh, a what, what's the game that everyone plays online that's a gotcha oh, game, Genshin? Genshin Impact. It's not Genshin Impact. It's not reach out of legends, guys. Word, reach words. Out of
2: legends. <laughs> words. These love, are words. Let me this. some Genshin Impact, I'll tell you. Me and we we're up. We're all over that. It's fantastic. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Really? 100%. It's a good game.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't believe it at all. I don't believe it for where one is the second. Sus, where
2: does the sus meme come from? That's that. that's
3: the, seems the fine. sus <laughs> meme? That's, that's from that's, Fortnite. Yo, that's <laughs> sus, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sus. Yeah. That's very sus. It's very sus.
0: Hey, Val, do me a favor. Can Uh, you say you, sussy baka? Isn't that from
1: Among Us? Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it is. It is. That is
2: (laughs) fucking. a small room.
0: Val, can you do me a favor? Val, can you say uh, you, sussy baka? Just real quick.
2: You, sussy baka?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And with that. With uh, the shades (laughs) on, too. (laughs) There there is no Did You Know today. Uh, But as always, this show is brought to you by frontlinegaming.org, where you can get okay. amazing game mats for not just your 40K games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount and join some of the largest 40K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business, which shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, which you're listening to right now, 40K right Game now. Changers, 40K Stats Center, Grim After mm. Dark, and so much more. That's frontlinegaming.org. Uh, or you can click on the link in the description of uh, this podcast on all the social media goodies out there. New Woo-hoo! Orleans coming I, up in December. I like that you
2: say, I like that you're saying so much more, but uh, that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, there's, um, uh, 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 so much more. There's so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make I me mean, look you at you. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, uh, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's my favorite uh, show. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah that's
3: I'd good buy okay. that for a dollar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans coming up in December. Make New sure Orleans. you guys get your tickets. Uh, nope. LVO as well coming up in January. Make sure you guys are staying on top of everything. We'll see you guys there. We won't. I don't know if we're going to see you guys in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. But New Orleans. Uh, LVO, New Orleans. we will be there. So go check it out. Make sure you get your tickets, and uh, hopefully this podcast helps you guys out in order to understand how to fight against free buddhas. If that is the meta that goes into the LVO, one
2: hundred percent won't be. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, what I would say is uh, 1,200 people I heard signed up for uh, for the 40k champs so far. Woo! Let's up.
4: go. Yep, yep. To put that in perspective, Soko had 200, and that was a very big event. Yeah, <laughs> it felt big. Yeah, six yeah, yeah, times. Obio yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> has sold uh, more than a thousand tickets before, but never actually started with over a thousand. So if they get yeah, if they get up over twelve hundred, like there's there's a there's a chance that, that could be a really ridiculously large forty k singles event.
1: Yeah, and yeah. once you've been to that hole and experienced even just the nine hundred people that were there and when I was there in twenty nineteen, it's like man, whatever. I, yeah, to be honest, I feel like in the future Warhammer LVO will be two thousand players easy, mm-hmm. and it'll have to be more than it'll probably have to be an entire week and doing heats and yeah. like oh like pods and a whole bunch of stuff. It'll be great.
0: Dude, that's the truth. You listening, yeah.
1: you're listening, Reese. I mean, Reese <laughs> pulling the strings
0: now.
2: I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, like, there's really no point in having a 1,200 person 40k <laughs> tournament aside from having a 1,200 person.
0: <laughs> it's all tournament. about Look, the PR, I, Val. It's yeah. the PR. That's what it is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, how big could this thing get? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think mean, about it. It's, it's going to be 1,200 people. Probably
3: in their between eighteen and and forty five, uh, <laughs> yeah. in a closed area, area like that. and yeah. um, you know enjoying one another company. But
0: but but I think that the biggest thing is that it's not only twelve hundred. Just this is just for the forty k championship. We're not even considering all the other games that they're doing at LBO yeah. as well. Yeah. Everything it's
1: massive, yeah. it's absolutely massive. Huge. At this rate, they'll they'll basically have to book out an entire casino. I heard yeah.
0: they're
3: bringing back hero clicks.
0: Jesus. <laughs> i'm coming with my auto clicker yeah yeah <laughs> dude uh you know what i realized i know this is off topic but it's taking place at stay the Rio here. hotel Let's
2: just stay here this is very comfortable
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> we're, we're, we're uh it's taking place at the rio hotel and yeah. you know what else is uh it happens at the rio hotel adult pen and teller fool us oh pen and teller uh, shit yeah yo yeah that's I, my jam i don't know
2: if pen if pen were to show up I don't know if he would be like if he would be like oh that's cool or if he would just relentlessly make fun of everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like he'd be like you guys are cool. <laughs> it'd, it'd be both, but also it'd relentlessly be. make fun of us. But he's a magician, so you know he knows what lame but also cool is yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's gonna magician. pick up
0: people's oh, lord dude. of skulls and start juggling it well i was gonna
3: say he's gonna pick up a lord of skulls and be like okay now i will shoot it with a gun
2: <laughs> yeah, <I>
0: know, right? <laughs> and i'm gonna catch it with my bare teeth yes okay i've ever okay. heard
2: of libertarianism <laughs>
0: we, we, we are anyway. so off topic but uh you know having a good time let's uh do this topic overview Free Buddhas mm-hmm. have become the big buzzword army. So naturally, we've got to figure out what's the best way to play against them, what armies can fight against them, and the best ways to get ready to fight off the green fungus. Now, uh, Val, from my oh understanding, <laughs> from my understanding, Val, um, mm. Free Buddhas, this, this whole this whole thing that we're talking about is a little bit mm-hmm. foreign to you. Is that correct?
2: Well, I won't lie to you guys. Uh, I've spent the last year or so not playing Warhammer. Uh, I've been around it, been near it, but I haven't really been playing it. So, for example, in the pre-show, I discovered that the plus one to hit that freebooters get for killing an enemy unit, in fact, stacks. Which, that's a little ridiculous. But nonetheless, that's fine. It's cool. It's cool. But that explains (laughs) why they can get like minus four to be hit, although it can only ever be plus one or minus one kind of overcomes dense terrain and things like that if they start getting on a roll. So, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh these freebooters they seem scary. There's some like 500 something shots in a in a in a well-tuned shooting phase. Yeah, more uh, shots. Out of than a list from the SoCal Open, so you know. Yeah, more shots yeah, no, a, lot of a lot of stuff. For for the layman, and that's what one might call myself, a lay person. Mm-hmm. Uh this seems a bit overwhelming. So I'm I'm pleased to be along for the ride uh also i don't want to buy any buggies i have the planes but i don't want (laughs) to buy any buggies so i would love to hear uh from from you guys the combined wisdom of what do you do against 500 shots some of which ignore line of sight and you know are making orcs hit on fours
0: yeah definitely now uh in order to answer that we have Scarry here who has fought against uh free buddhas a couple times uh how about you give us a rundown of how that goes for you before we start Picking through this list of stuff that uh, we feel like would be good against Free Buddhas.
1: Well, freebooters are one of those lists, or just Orcs in general, where on average, and this is a historical thing, going back many editions, where Orcs in general have been an army that has a ridiculous amount of shooting. Uh, it tended to be very unreliable, but there could be the one turn where the variants would spike in the Orc player's favor and they'd roll better than average to hit, and because they roll so many dice, it could really have an incredible, like, sort of mathematical impact on the on the game itself. And what Freebooters has done is it's essentially heightened it. You know, before in the or, the previous Ork Codex, um, Freebooters had the same sort of mechanic. However, it was limited to the unit that made the plus one happen. It was like a radius around that unit. So it wasn't like army or inches, wide. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and it was still one of the only armies that effectively tabled my old, like, grotesque Talos list that I had built for the Drakari back, back in the day. And it really, back then, it was something that, I, that not very many people played, but I learned to respect. So coming into it, knowing what Freebooters do now, um, but having the previous experience... You kind of learn tips, tricks, um, how to best use the units that you have in your army slash the terrain, which is a huge part of playing into armies that will just blow you off the table mm. um, as, as best you can in order to, A, mitigate a focus fire, which is one of the, the things that orcs do very well is when they can just, like, gang up on a unit and murder it. And B, uh, create targeting... Um, difficulties for your opponent so the target priority becomes off and hopefully they make mistakes when they have so many units to shoot with they might not pick the most optimal order to to shoot in right and i think that you combine those together and it gives you a good sort of framework to go into the, the matchup um with a better chance than if you just sort of like just cross your fingers and hope that you don't get blown off the board
0: Yeah, which is never a good way to play 40K at all of just being like, "Ah, it's a dice game, guys. I'm
2: just I'm the worst <laughs> thing the wingers <laughs> and hoping for the best. I yeah. that's that sounds like that sounds like the way I roll, man.
1: You like. know, as long as as long as you brought peaches along for the ride. Okay, yeah. just right. saying. Right. Then you know then 100% you could, you know, I I'll give you that. You know what's up. Um no. yeah, but the like one of my biggest pet thieves is when somebody goes, "Oh, I just lost cuz I didn't win the roll off to go first or oh, I, you know, it's whoever goes first wins." So you can you can rip me a new one in the comments if you want. Yeah. Yes, I'm a positive person, okay. but like if you don't give yourself the mental capacity to potentially win a game, you're never going to win it. Yeah. So see
0: you. You and I have the same pet peeve of people being like, it's it's if you don't get turned one, you lose. And I think that Domeki, do you feel the same way or John yeah. P? Yeah. Sorry to put you guys on the spot.
3: Nah.
4: Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either I, I, it's,
3: it, you know, you got to take it on the chin sometimes. I and mean, then, yeah. and then if things don't go your way, you just FTT uh. flip the table.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, uh, I, I want to say like, I don't want that to be true. I would say that I would yeah. say, I don't like hearing people say that if I don't go first, I'm going to lose. And as Scar, you'll know this. I think that's a very ETC player type perspective. A lot of the time is they have a very zero sum view at times of certain matchups. Like, there's a Certain matchups
1: specifically. But I think yeah. that also comes into play because you're skewing your lists a lot. So wow. what you'll have is you'll have matchups that are... And, and most people who go to tournaments will also... Yes, I get what you're saying. Like, if you skew a list to a point where yeah, it can be... You know, it's dicey. If I go second, it's going to be harder for me than if I go first, 100%. But yep. the key is what I'm trying to tackle is the mentality of... Yeah. Even if I, I'm gonna have a shitty like a a hard game, I'm never gonna be out of the fight until you yeah. knock me out cold. Yeah. Exactly. Then I'm done. Exactly. Right. But I have fight in me until I have nothing left yeah, in me. Exactly. I I, I you know?
0: absolutely love going second. Same, dude. Fifth yeah. fifth round, second turn. It's great. Oh yeah, give yeah. me that fifteen points. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Love it. When um, I go
3: first, I immediately think about how, how I'm going to try to get 15 <laughs> points on turn five. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so, um, Scary actually touched on this a little bit. And uh, one of the biggest things to help you out against freebooters, and I know that this sounds strange because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people say that freebooters they ignored this basic part of the game. Mm-hmm. And that is terrain. Uh, player optimized terrain, I think, is also like just incredibly good when it comes to uh, 40K and 40K events, just because you can actually come up with a game plan against any army, right? I, I absolutely love uh, player optimized terrain. And I think that the biggest terrain piece that is going to help people out against Free Buddhas is that dense cover. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, dense boy. minus mm-hmm. one to hit, standing on it is Amazingly good, and I think that we can start kicking this off uh, for this conversation of how you guys think that uh, Player optimized terrain helps out orcs uh, John P. If you want to start with that
4: Yeah, so a player optimized terrain, it essentially like uh, like you said it allows you to build out your own deployment zone And it's if you play it correctly, you'll always be in the game um, yeah. like regardless of whether or not you go first or second turn and Terrain obviously is such a big, big factor in ninth edition. You gotta know what your terrain does. You gotta know how to get all those buffs. Gotta know how to hide and stuff. But yeah, player optimized terrain. It's obviously a double edged sword because if you place it incorrectly, it could it could bite you in the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's just a, a great skill and like a resource for um, a player that might be going against a list like this for you to have.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
4: Let's jump it on over to uh, Scary, and then we'll hit back over to Demeki. Well, I,
1: I, I think you're talking player placed terrain, right? Like yeah. where you say player optimized, optimized terrain. Flat. Is that is that like is that like the technical term? The
2: technical is tournament term legal at FLG events? Optimized. Just so you know. Yeah, okay,
1: it's, fair it's, enough. It's, uh, so, player pot, optimized terrain yeah, then, as a technical legal term um, for our <laughs> for our games. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very important. Dense terrain is very very important depending where you put it. I think one of the things that is important to note as well is to understand why the especially the planes, and this is not just like free boot of planes, but we're talking like Adeptus mechanicus planes and things like that. Why they are so good, even if it's player placed terrain, because a lot of you. Are driving and listening to the podcast on your commutes, and you're yelling at the at the, the radio here. Um, but it's you can draw a line of sight from any part of this plane. So the model specifically, the wing tips, the guns, whatever it is, and a lot of the times you can sort of get around buildings and around corners and draw some like weird line of sight stuff, even with player place terrain. And a lot of people, I feel, sometimes you know especially if you don't really understand how plane movement works um, you might allow your opponents to like have half the plane hanging off the table and things like that which is not you cannot, you're not that's not how that works like the entire plane wings fins has to be on the board space it can't be overhanging outside of the table especially if they spin and move to make a movement. As soon as any part of the plane hits that sort of like board space, they leave the table. So it's a lot more restrictive when you think about it, when you start putting into play, okay, where can the planes go? They have to play closer to the middle of the board. Anyway, knowing that with player optimized terrain, you know, you can definitely use angles on, especially L's and buildings to stop the angles from planes And if they want to go past that, they either have to go off the table or get themselves in a bad position for next turn or leave themselves to counterattack or whatever. So there's, like, there are options. There are a lot of options for for you.
0: Yeah, no, those are really, really great points when it comes to player-optimized terrain. It's not just about the dense cover, but also making sure that you're making it so that it's harder for your opponent to... De, uh, put those planes inside of your deployment zone, mm-hmm. making that huge alpha strike that is just absolutely devastating. Uh, Demek, do you have anything that you want to add on to this before we move on to the next one?
3: Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, because the the other part of that list, is, it's not even the planes; it's the artillery, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, terrain. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. here's <laughs> only, my artillery. Yeah,
0: yeah. The
4: only terrain <laughs> that matters is like cover: <laughs> light cover, heavy cover, or yes, yeah. cover. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which you so know, I'm,
2: put them in buildings. On the player optimized terrain thing, it is a bit of a mini game. And this is actually something I, I only picked up on because I was watching the stream. But um, there was a, a matchup that was between Freeboot Orcs and Dark Angels. Mm-hmm. I want to say like day two. Yeah. And uh, in that one, the the hosts, that, uh, you know, Adam and Andrew, were, were talking about the sort of mind games that must have been played around the actual placement of the dense terrain, like the little forest pucks. Mm-hmm. And also, it was interesting to see how the Dark Angels player anticipated where he wanted to be on the table, and so it wasn't just focused necessarily on, um, you know, getting the dense terrain in, you know, certain parts of, of his of his own deployment zone, but in the sort of unfolding of how the the player play terrain was put down, ensuring that some of that dense terrain was actually in places on the table, outside of his deployment zone where he would want to go eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was it was just sort of neat to to think of. Think of those things as like lily pads, especially for those big, tanky, uh beefy Term-y rippling units. Yeah, yeah. Uh Throbbing. that Dark Angels can 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 run. Uh, and you know, yeah, that that you know, watching that matchup, I thought, you know, oh, free Buddhas ain't shit. You know, because yeah. <laughs> what are these guys doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, and, and you know what? That's a great segue into the first army that uh we all think is a great army to go up against free Buddhas, and that is in the Dark Angels. Dark mm-hmm. Angels Incredibly good, especially their um, what's the what's the Terminator name, Demeki? Deathwing. Yeah, their Deathwing Terminators with their plus one to save because of Storm Shield. Mm. Put them on a piece of terrain, mm. uh, especially if it has dents. Mm. Uh, all of a sudden, you're you are a zero up save with uh with uh, transhuman. Don't stop. And keep keep, 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 keep on, saying on all the, the good stuff. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> so disgusting, especially against uh, Free Buddhas who. I think it's only on their sixes they get an extra AP. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could be wrong on that one. I'd have to double-check. Scary. if you know, if, if it's only on sixes during a speed walk. Where he it, bounced
2: out. No, at, on speed walk, I'm pretty sure you're you always getting that minus one. Mm, okay. Um, no matter what, not just on sixes.
0: Okay. All right, then. So then, no matter what, like, what, you're saving on twos or yeah. threes the entire time, which is absolutely insane. Um, and you have that minus one to hit as well. And I think that that is... What is really going to be the best thing against uh, Free Buddhas? Um, Demecki, do you want to talk about them since uh, you are a Dark Angels player?
3: Yeah, so, uh, I mean, everything that you said is is exactly right on the money. I mean, plus you can give the Terminators the missiles so then they can at least fight the Jets uh, Mm -hmm. since the Jets are kind of a problem. Um, but again, like the, the, I, I think the most devastating part is the artillery because, like, they're just going to shoot at whatever, whatever they feel like. Um, it kind of just skews it to where you can only pretty much play, uh, Deathwing though, because you need mm-hmm. that four up, uh, wounding on four up, uh, to kind of prevent any other damage that, that could be coming in. Um, There's not really – I mean, you could bring your own Jets if you wanted to (laughs) (laughs) with with Dark Angels, but um, they're not. They're not that great. Plus, your terminators are going to have objective secured. So, like, and it, there's like hardly any objective secured on that orcs list. Yeah, it's, so, it's just money. Yeah, it's just real Shots. money. You're just yeah. printing money at well, that point.
1: The freebooters yeah. list does have the like it, it it stops you from having objective secured, like with the aura from the uh, uh, from the yeah, deathkiller yeah. war strike. Yeah, and I think that's something to keep in mind. You know, it's important to, and I think playing to the objectives is one of the best things you definitely can do. But the cool thing about Dark Angels specifically is they don't have to move at all to score like ninety five points.
4: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Stubborn defiance, <laughs> love it. <laughs> On top of they, they also get the apothecary. Oh yeah! Even wing apothecary, so you can just bounce from terminator blob to terminator blob, yeah, mm-hmm. healing people up. Yeah, I think that uh, that was one of my favorite things to hear from Joel or Joel.
0: Joel, uh, Joel Wilson, Wilson yeah. who played uh, Dark Angels, was that, yeah, the guys shot everything at my uh, at turn Means I lost three and I rezzed one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in your <laughs> face. <laughs> Just so funny. Um, I think that Dark Angels is probably like the most obvious choice into uh, orcs, uh, but this one, I think, this next one I think is a little bit interesting. This is Thousand Suns, uh, Scarab Occult Terminators. Scarab Occult Terminators with their uh, natural, if it's one damage, they get their plus one save. Uh, so you stick them in cover the jets. If the jets shoot at them with, uh, you know, their weapons that are one damage, then you have a zero up save against that. Uh, and then for any two up damage that's shooting into them, you just spend the strat. And then all of a sudden it's one damage again, back up to a zero up save again with Scarab Occult Terminators that are all three damage or uh, three wounds, four up invulns. Uh, just feels like a, a, a pretty good matchup into uh
4: uh orcs, especially with the mortal wounds that they can output. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean scarab terminators also have good good means of shooting. Mm-hmm. The entire army has a five up bolt built in, so um they have a better chance to uh save on all that. Right. The entire army gets that all its dust also, right? So even yeah. um whatchamacallit, rubrics will be saving on twos yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they their their guns are just like
0: so good against planes also. because, yeah. like what? Oh yeah, they're, the, they're wounding on fives, but who cares? Yeah, like,
4: <laughs> they're they're not going to be able to make those saves. Yeah, I think I think the big thing to call out is that your army can't have like that one frail unit that you know they can just use to snowball, mm-hmm. and that's what you get with thou- Dark Angels. You don't have that. That's what you get with uh, Thousand Suns. They don't have that one like really weak unit to yeah. pick off. Well, they they have Chaos Spawn. I know uh, that
0: there's some Thousand Sun units that bring Chaos Spawn, but you know what they do have access to strategic reserves Mm -hmm. and also I believe that they also have like a relic or it could be a warlock trait where they can take a unit and put it into strategic reserves, um, as well. So if you know that, uh, you are going to be going second, like after the roll off, then you could just pop that and then put them into reserves or a redeploy or anything like that, which is uh, also very interesting. Uh, Yeah. That's
1: from the cult of duplicity, but that's the thing, you know, uh, so you've got two main cults that I've seen, folks really enjoy with like thousand subs. So you have Cult of Time, Cult of Duplicity. Cult of Time being very durable, like reliable um, regeneration and essentially summoning back the big tough Terminators. And then Cult of Duplicity, which A, gives you the redeploy slash institute reserve options, but also gives you ability to teleport the units to where you need them to go, especially if they're gonna get stuck into combat like the Terminators and things like that to get them back out and shooting. And a good Thousand Suns list will put out 30 mortal wounds on average. So that'll kill, like, uh, you know, two to three planes that got too close, slash, you know, a buggy or two. And those bolters and Reaper cannons on the Terminators uh, kill things. Like oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, you have, until you experience how much shooting that unit can put out, yeah, I don't care if you're a buggy. Like, like AP2 bolters are no joke.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they fly up those jets into a Thousand Suns uh, army, just right in their face, it, it and they don't kill anything, it is dead. All three of those, all three of those planes <laughs> are dead yep. on the next turn, and uh, that that's a huge sink for um, uh, for Orcs, especially if they bring what's it called the Waz Bomb uh, that gives off the five up Invuln aura. Mm-hmm. K Suns or they Thousand Suns, they don't yeah, care. They don't they'll care. just they'll just find it off the board <laughs> and then just doom bolt it, and like that's it. Uh, Demek, do you have anything that you want to add on to it? Magnus
3: has flying can heroically in No one prints
2: Magnus. <laughs> Val. New Meta
3: Magnus. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Magnus. You heard it here first, folks, on <laughs> yeah. Bring Magnus
4: and he New will Meta do Magnus. You know wrong. Yeah. Get, get yes. your new Magnus from Frontline Game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure, I got bam, some used bam, ones. Bam. <laughs> um,. Okay, I think that we've touched a little bit too much on uh, Thousand Suns. Uh, we can move on to the next one. This one, I don't know for sure, but I wanted to run it by you guys. Uh, <laughs> this is just a gaunt carpet. I know that they, there is blast inside of those uh, squig buggies, but it's only D6. So they're getting like six shots. If they're bringing like the MSU squig buggies, then you're, they're getting 2D6. six shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2D6. 2D6 right? plus D6. So it's
1: technically 3D6 from each squig buggy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have that. Um, but what you do have is access to things like Malanthropes that give you that minus one to hit aura. You have access to things like Dense Cover. So now, not only do you have a minus one to hit aura, but you're probably going to have a minus two to hit uh, stacking that with uh, Dense Cover. Um, also, you know, uh, you can also bring in a Maliceptor as well for that minus one strength uh, for their weapons. So that means that uh, their strength six. All of a sudden, become strength five, so they're winning you on threes. Uh, Leviathan gives you that six up uh, feel no pain, as well as long as you're next to a synapse creature. All really great stuff to go up against orcs. Now, this is that that sounds like a lot more of a skew list going specifically into orcs. Well, uh, but that is a it's an interesting option that is available for an army that is an eighth edition army.
2: Nids, nids have had scrappy ways of of playing the mission, and there's there's been innovators uh, who. Who've been making them work enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Bortel was on uh, Grim After Dark just yesterday. He was yep. uh, actually talking about Octarius, Octavius, oh. Octarius. Yeah, Octarius the that
1: Octarius, the, oh. the new supplement.
2: Mm-hmm. If, if, if oh. we want to talk about the next most oppressive shooting unit, uh, the humble Devil Gaunt is probably oh. uh, uh, you know at on on the milk carton right now. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it's got some nasty stuff it can do because of mm-hmm. that book. Oh. Um, so you yeah on carpet isn't just like bodies anymore; it's also got some savage output, so yep. I don't think it sounds i don't i don't know It's necessarily as ridiculous as as it may seem at face value, and you're right, they do have some resiliency built in just from from you know native minus one to hit thanks to that floating brain of theirs,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I think uh turn it carpet instead of like resiliency, what you're going for that is sort of like movement control, I think yeah. that's very important. Mm-hmm. you have to understand that like. Flyers have large bases, right? And you're going to get more value out of the gaunts tackling the primary objectives and making areas where a plane just can't physically land because there's so many bodies. And that's how you're going to keep your hive guard alive. Like you're not going to keep your hive guard alive by like by not like if they get shot they die. I've seen an entire army filled with hive guard and like swarm lord and like stuff get tabled in three turns by whilst bomb blasted jets. Yeah. But if you can have bodies on the board and you zone them out well and prevent the orcs from moving to where they need to get to go to get angles on your things that can kill stuff, then your hide guard and your, you know, your devil guns, for example, or things like that will be able to do the damage that you need to do. Okay. Um, so it's more about that. It's, you're looking at zoning board control, and that's, that's the strength of that
0: style of list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, if you just blob stuff up, um, like where are the planes going to go? Where are they going to go? Like it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they literally can't go anywhere. They can't get up into your face, which is really good uh, against.
2: Yeah, ta- uh, yeah. Tyler talks about how in eighth edition he, uh, he used to bring a, a tent, like the, the, the base of a flyer. He, he, oh, he, yeah, he, yeah. He had, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And so he, because he, he used to be able to crash flyers, you can't do that anymore. They just fly off the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, that was his game. He would use his like massive board control to try and crash flyers, you know, El- you know, the Eldar stuff and razor wing jet fighters from the Drakari or whatever. So yeah, like it's, it's definitely, I think Skari's like bang on the money there is that it helps to remove that element. And also even, you know, movement, uh, blocking of, uh, of, of the, the buggies, the ones that actually do have to get out there, you know, the, um, I don't know, the rocket one, jet. Yeah, and the shock jump, which which makes appearances, like those things are on are on flyer bases, are they not? Like they're on big bases anyway. They're They're massive.
1: Like you look at some of these like eighteen buggy lists or whatever, and it's like you you are a detriment to yourself when it comes (laughs) to movement. Like if somebody has three reaver jet bikes and they put three Revo jet bikes in between two buildings and block your entire movement phase with three Revo Like, or something fast that can just get up and stop you from moving anywhere. Like, it can ruin your entire, like, plan to dominate the table.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, you don't even have to charge those units. If you could just put them up where... Uh, and especially with player optimized terrain, like a lot of people, they might mess up their uh, terrain setup and then they have like this small area where their buggies can move through. If you get first turn or if you are, uh, uh, or if you survive their turn, then, and you have enough fast units, you could just push your units up there. You don't have to charge them and just leave them like an inch away or whatever. They'll, that unit will die, but guess what? They're They're not pushing out onto the map. You now have board control. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's and you know, and when it comes to like do you have to sort of take a step back from the table and like look at it from like that RTS birds-eye view because a lot of times when you get really intense into the game and you get in the zone, you can kind of zoom in to specific parts of the table instead of looking at the bigger picture. And I think that's that's just a skill set that's important to to practice is look at the bigger picture instead of like hyper-focusing on, like, a little area of the table because something died and you're angry and you want revenge. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, or something. Definitely. Domeki, how about you tell me, how, how is Death Guard going <laughs> to... How, how do they work against Free Buddhas?
3: I got one word for you. Yeah. Terminators. <laughs>
2: Just... <laughs> Seems to be a theme. There seems to be a bit of a theme. Here. Yeah. Durability. Know, right? Durability yeah. and negative <laughs> modifiers. I mean they got I think
3: they, is they got probably two one of the biggest themes. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they they got a two up save, they got a four up mimble. Uh I mean besides that, you know what also looks pretty good for the blow drone with flesh mower, because mm. it has keyword fly. <laughs> If it can survive. And it can yeah. heroically intervene. Yeah. Yes. And you my boy,
1: Raven Bombers don't like them. So I'm sure Orc planes wouldn't like
3: them. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. chew, They'll chew up some stuff.
0: Oh yeah. And then just naturally just minus one damage. Yeah. You know.
3: Then minus one yeah. damage is really good. Morty. Morty's yeah. really good.
0: Oh, yeah, Morty wouldn't be too bad. That's true. (laughs) Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) It just comes full circle. Circle life.
1: Yep. He's he's back. Back, baby. Uh, Three Wuzbum blast jets (laughs) might, like, just destroy Morty. No, 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 no. You heard it
0: here. Put him in cover. You heard it here on chapter tactics. Magnus and Morty are back. Put him (laughs) in (laughs) dense. Put Morty in dense.
1: I think you will be limping and oozing and kind of, like, leaking everywhere. Give us 20
3: dense terrain and then put Morty. In the middle, and that's all. That's yeah. all we want. Yeah. That's all we need. I mean, because like, I, yeah, honest to God, if if you put Morty in your list, you're putting him in knowing good and well he's probably going to die in one turn. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility, because uh, I mean, he only has a three up armor save and then a four up emblem what, what, so.
0: what are you doing? are you shilling off I, Morty? No, you I'm really just saying. The, I love my Morty. Are you, are you trying to sell off Morty. Are you trying? No, to, no I'm saying on bring here? Morty.
3: <laughs> no, bring bring Morty. But like, just have expectations. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's there to. Deter fire. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um, switching over to another uh list that I feel like uh can really do well against free buddhas. This is a hot top or not hot topic, but it's it's a maybe. Uh, <laughs> monster mash demons, and the reason why I say this is because uh, if you roll really lucky with your exalted traits, things like minus one to wound, uh, things like your four up invulnerable, uh, and then you also have your bellacores. Bellacore does extremely well into uh into orcs because they obviously they can't reroll their hit roll but you know orcs don't really care but the, he's already minus one to hit right uh and he's also minus one to wound so you know their six strength weapon now is wounding Bellicor on sixes and not on fives. So I feel like that that's uh it's it's decent enough. Also with pink horror spams, uh we we saw like a little bit of it uh like in on TTS mostly Um, Where you just have pink horrors just like all over the board Uh, Regen them with blue horrors as well have them move across the board um, When a pink horror dies and then move the blue horrors up the board in order to snag an objective And then that's another great way to body block uh, orcs inside their deployment zone You can probably you can string out uh, a lot of pink and blue horrors in order to get into uh, Your opponent's deployment zone. Obviously. It's a very very big point sink. Um, but yeah, I feel like that some demons actually have a pretty good chance into, uh, into free Buddhas. What do you guys think?
4: Yeah. I, I, I play against, uh, pink horrors actually <laughs> at oh, SoCal. Yeah. yeah. It took me four turns to kill that block <laughs> 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 and I <that> was, <laughs> I probably sent like a four, 400, 500 points at, at them. So I yeah. definitely felt the power. He res like 10 of them. I was like, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah. Um, one thing I think you forgot to mention is a uh, beast of Nurgle yeah oh yeah 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 they, they can uh they, they have really big bases so they could take up a lot of space they can heroically intervene um mm-hmm. tough they do mortals they do mortals yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah they're they're quite good like i you know i think when you talk
1: about monster mash a lot of people instantly think about like six lanesh keepers and things like that let me let me tell you like keepers will die very very quickly to orc shooting yeah so you probably do you know want to use something like bellacore or say the Lord of Change. The Lord of Change, like mm-hmm. the, the Super Lord of Change. And one of the tricks to do with the summoning horrors, if you are looking at doing something like this, is don't bring a unit of 30 horrors. You bring yeah. 10 horrors mm-hmm. with like 400, two units of 10 or three units of 10 horrors with like 400 points of summoning or 300 points of summoning. And that little unit of 10 can stay at 10 the whole game if you want to prevent, um, to prevent Blast from overloading. But because of these splits, each unit of 10 is about 50 accumulated wounds. So you have to kill 150 models, um, but blast will have no impact on them.
2: Yeah.
4: Some yeah. good stuff. But you could just take uh, No Prisoners against Alice in fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of stuff to kill. Yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot. Well,
1: if somebody takes No Prisoners against you, you use your 400 points to summon a couple of Demon Princes boom or another lord of change or something whatever yeah, it's yeah. some big brain stuff that
0: is it's big brain um what about you guys do you guys have any other uh i i have more stuff here but um you guys have any other options that you guys want to throw into the mix here for things that you feel like are good against free buddhists uh
4: yes. yes talos yeah go talos ahead.
1: Like when you talk about Drukari, it's one of the main like factions that you have out there, and yes, it is a bit of a toss-up. But I'll say that combining, I think Chronos Talos, like the big tough Drukari units, and it has a couple of reasons. Number one, not just any Talos. I'm talking about artists of the Flesh Talos. So minus mm-hmm. one damage, five of pain, coven units.
3: Sounds like. Letter. Are- yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. No, I'm, having, I'm having a. I'm having a flashback. <laughs>
1: They're incredibly tough, and the fact is they fly. They can do an incredible amount of damage in close combat. You know, you can either take them with the Talos Gauntlet for 3 damage and, like, strength 8, or you can take them with the Macro Scalpels for strength 7, 2 damage. You know, I like the Macro Scalpels, but a lot of people like the Gauntlets, even though you suffer the minus 1 hit. And then you have Heat Lances on them, which are D6 plus 2 damage each. And so unit of three, yeah, it's upwards to 300 points, but you get 21 wounds, their toughness seven, extra homunculus, you can, you know, they're minus one damage, they have a three up save, an invul, they ignore damage on fives, and they will kill a buggy or a plane or whatever you put in front of them. And so far, they've been massive in that matchup because they kill buggies, they soak up a ton of firepower, even souped up plus one to hit firepower from orcs. Um, and they can really bully the objectives really well while preventing the orcs from sort of getting that positional advantage and pushing into their their zone um, and if you put like dense strain on the table and add the minus one hit on them that's even worse yeah. so I think there's there's play with that style of list you know um, as long as you're not taking too many dedicated transports because that if there's one thing the freebooters love is to kill a raid or a venom there's like an instant like, Plus one to hit for everybody. Yeah. So you have to, like, you know, don't give them too many things that they can just kill easy, basically.
4: Mm,
3: Sounds like Mandrakes might be pretty good, too, then (laughs) natural minus one to hit, and they can uh, just teleport off the board, I would think. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, Mendrix, yeah, they, they usually are the first thing to die if they're not hidden, to be honest. Yeah. yeah so I don't care how many minus date you have, if you get shot by a hundred bikers shots or whatever, or you know, forty two DACA jet shots or something, like you're removing five toughness yeah. three models yeah. more often <laughs> than not.
2: I think um, uh, <laughs> something you said there that caught my eye is good old fashioned toughness like tough oh, yeah. to seven is is going to you know reduce the effectiveness a lot of of the shooting that comes out of uh this particular list mm-hmm. a lot of strength six shit a lot of strength six shooting especially out of the daca jets. um i think the squig buggies are five or six strength five or they're six.
1: five but they're two damage so they become one damage into that the the artist flesh talus so that's well, five
2: is this point yeah. right too like so yeah, like you long. know you might be able to hit but you know they they're not really getting bonuses to wound um, so yeah, they got volume, but mm, still, still going to have trouble getting wounds through. So toughness, if you have it can also work, um, cause I think the list is particularly effective in this meta because meta, uh, because, um, a lot of T3 little beaches out there. Oh yeah. You know, running around. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: hundred yeah, percent. T3, T5, like what? Venom's toughness five. What's What's the, what's the Raider? T- toughness. Raider's T6,
1: so. Venom's T5.
2: Um, yeah, even,
1: even, um, even the rockets, which are all like three damage for orcs, like, you know, yes, they're wounding on threes, but the minus one damage into the Talos or the Kronos, even if you want to do that sort of thing. You know, making them two damage instead of three means that each Talos can potentially soak up three, four it has to soak up four rockets per Talos. Like that's four unsaved wounds to do eight damage, and then you have a five up feeling of pain on top of that. So you're more than likely going to be soaking five or six rocket unsaved wounds into each Talos before it goes down.
0: Yeah, definitely. But and, and I and I think that uh. I think that's good. The, the The only problem that you run into is like what you were saying. If you bring too many uh, transports, then uh, uh, they're just going to shoot at that instead, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what do you here? Here's another one. Uh, what do you guys think about Necrons into this matchup? We'll start with. Who wants to talk about Necrons? No, no, no. It's scary. you want to talk about Necrons? I can talk about of course Necrons
1: so, a little so. bit. You, you do know I love the sound of my own voice, right? Yeah. This is, you know, it, this kind of ties into my personality. Yeah. I, I, it's actually, interesting
2: I, to me because you can say something and then I can agree with it and then I see like what I want to talk about. So it's I perfect. Actually kind you
1: know, of enjoy it. There's one thing I know when I'm talking about Necrons is I'll be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: little little third edition joke for you yeah there you go
1: it's not reanimation protocols it's we'll be back yeah we'll be be back back. (laughs) Um, so the thing about necrons is um, there's a necrons work really well when you can't shoot off an entire squad or kill off an entire squad in one like volley
0: yeah
1: right so when you have like lots of little units of orcs like Single buggies, for example, mm-hmm. and each that's probably not the best because they'll kill one wraith or they'll kill one scarab or they'll kill like each buggy will do one. And because they're multi wound, you won't get the reanimation that you need because you'll only be rolling four dice at a time or whatever. What you need is something that's going to do enough damage that you're rolling lots of reanimation rolls to bring lots of models back in a go, um, but doesn't do enough damage to kill a whole squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's sort of like a it's a it's a fine line between you want them to bring shooting so that proxy reanimations but you don't want them to do not enough damage that <laughs> <So> then <laughs> you're not re- like reanimating like your models yeah and yeah. most most Necron players aren't bringing big blobs of warriors because they die so quickly mm-hmm. however ironically speaking a big blob of warriors would probably be one of the best things into this kind of list exactly even with the blast because if you're doing because they have one wound each, right? And they you you, uh, you it you you uh, one Dacu jet is not going to kill 20 necrowars in a single go. Mm-hmm.
2: Nah.
0: Yeah, no. And then if you put them on uh the minus one to hit, you know, you're able it's the same thing that you were saying with uh with Gaunt, where like once you start bringing those big um, blobs, those big blobs. Blob. All of a now, the thing is you're not have... gonna
1: you're not gonna see the big blows because yep. a like a dark elder witch squad will kill 20, 20 warriors in a single close combat yes. phase. Yes which is which is the irony within it. I will say though, one of the best things that, that Necrons have, funnily enough, into the current meta is the void dragon. Oh yeah, uh, the Void cap. The Void, yeah, Void Dragon Satan who is just the bane of vehicles and he's one of the only Satans that can heal when killing vehicles. And for every vehicle he kills, they can he can heal wounds. And when you have a ton of little buggies running around, you know, if they don't kill it outright, you could have your Satan just healing up. And uh, so I think it's like a hidden gem within the current meta for Necrons, personally speaking.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. That sounds I agree. It's 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 an interesting one. That's why I put it into the list because I feel like that there's some there's probably gonna be some Joe Schmo out in like <laughs> in like Square State, U.S. or something that's just gonna figure out how to run Necrons into like Free Buddhas and do pretty decently.
4: Like go three, <laughs> three. Yeah, yeah, go three and three. Yeah, yeah, go three and 3 he It'll beat the oh, the Free Buddhas, but lose to your car. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think that we've been talking for a pretty long amount of time here. Uh, So we're just going to touch on this last one. Uh, This one is Custodes um, going into Free Buddhas. And I think that it's going to be even more apparent once their codex comes out in December that they already uh, dropped the news for. So we'll open up the table on that one. Um, And I guess we could do like a small little round table of what we think is going to happen there before we end off the podcast of what we think is going to happen on the Custodes uh, Codex. And I feel like that what would be a cool person to start us off would be Val. Val, how about Mm. you tell us what you feel like is going to happen with Custodes (laughs) and uh, how you think Custodes would fare against uh, Free Buddhists.
2: Well, I think the current design style of ninth edition book seems to put a lot more power into the data slate, which is uh, what custodians pay a tremendous amount of points for. So I think it sets up in favor of them not having a garbage codex, which is great. Mm. Um, you know, they, they, uh, they, they obviously are already in a better position just because, you know, they you know, aren't dependent on more detachments to, to generate CP. So, you know, they have they're not going into the fight uh, uh, underwhelming that way question is, are they going to be resilient enough? Because we've had sort of, we've had a bunch of resilient armies, um, release and I'll be curious to know, it probably comes down to when this book was actually written, um, Mm -hmm. because uh, they may, you know, correct in the opposite direction. So you have something like custodies being less durable than say, you know, your death guard or your, or your, or your, uh, death wing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think the, the, the game kind of sets up right now to, to, to give them a chance at being a scrappy sort of grindy army. They'll obviously immediately be good once they have their own custom objective. How they do doing the freebooters will probably come down to how much output they can actually have, because I think that's often been one of the things that held back custodies is that, yeah, they're tough, but they don't have uh, enough bite to, to deal back damage um, outside of a bunch of big, stumpy robots.
0: I want oh. to know what they're going to do with Don Eagle on Jet Bike. That's that's my biggest yeah. one. I just want to know if they're going to just put down the lava and just never have it come back. Yeah. Uh, Demecki, what do you think about Custodes into Free Buddhas? And then what uh, you're thinking about their decks?
3: Mm. I mean, th- th- I, every time I look at Custodes, I think a little bit about Death Guard and just how resilient the Death Guard is and like how resilient uh, the Custodes are. And the fact that like the entire army has OBSEC and all these other great things um, with free Buddhas. I, I feel like they can, especially with their bikes, like mm-hmm. their, their bikes can probably mess up free Buddhas cause they're very quick and they can deal the damage. But like, other than that, um, I think the only problem with them is the fact that they are very point costed
4: mm-hmm.
3: and you can only bring so many. So, like, it's just a, a game of attrition at that point, right? So,
0: you know, ironically, I feel like that's a good thing. Right? Yeah. Especially against to, into free Buddhas. Uh, I think that one of the things is that when you have, like, a lot of models to choose from, you start having models that aren't very resilient. Like, yeah. you look at something like Grey Knights that bring servitors to do actions, and they're just the action monkeys, 30 points, right? Yeah. Um, Or whatever, how however much they are. And, uh, you know, you start filling in your army with these, like, less resilient units in order to do, like, certain actions and stuff like that. With custody, since everything is more condensed and smaller, right, then your priority targets for orcs becomes a lot more confusing on, like, which one do I really want to hit? Because, you know, uh, there's so, they're, you know, there's so few of them, but if I don't kill off, like, this certain one, you know, it's just, like, a higher threat saturation
4: with less units, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Custodes will definitely not be bringing Sisters of Silence <laughs> if yeah. Blue, this is still the case because th- those are just like, you know, those those are the servitors that y- they'd be bringing in that case for mm-hmm. Action Monkeys to screen mm-hmm. out and stuff. You can just but reserve them. Yeah, you can also just reserve them, bring yeah. them in for the, the rod or whatever they're going to be taking for yeah. their secondary, but yeah. Uh, Scary. what do you think?
1: So Custodes are an army that, like, Dark Angels can score lots of points, even though they don't win, right? So they can do they can pick a variety of secondary score and things like that. thing about them is, as soon as you start losing models, it can really hurt. And yes, Shadow Keepers gives you an advantage with like the minus one strength, you can't get the rerolls or anything, not that orcs get rerolls, but you're looking at minus one strength, meaning that all the strength eight stuff against your talamons becomes strength seven or, or whatever, or the strength six becomes strength five. The thing about orcs is they do more, like especially the, the scrap jets, they do a lot of mortal wounds in like when they charge. And that's yeah. like one of the biggest threats to, to custodians. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna play into the matchup, you sort of have to play conservatively using terrain so that they can't just charge anything they want. And you, you it's it's hard for the game to not get away from you because the orcs in in stark contrast to what you want to do with the buggies, which is pin the buggies in their zone, the buggies will more than likely pin you in your zone. So you have to have a plan to sort of like be able to push out and potentially score or contest objectives that the orcs are going to be taking while taking an incredible amount of firepower. Yes you have a two up save, but when speed war is happening, you're getting a minus two to that save. That becomes a four up save real fast. You know, even if you're if you have a telemon that has lots of wounds, like taking 300 strength six shots or strength five shots, like you're going to fail some saves. I and mean, it might not be the first turn, but as soon as that one telemon goes down and you only have one left or whatever build you decide to go for, it can be a lot trickier than you think. Um, as for, as for, uh, like, I'm not saying it's not possible, I'm just saying don't get, don't don't feel like that toughness and that armor is like, you know... It's
0: like your end-all, be-all. Exactly.
1: It's not like you can't just just rely on that. It's about like, you have to pick your targets well, you have to make sure they can't just focus their fire on units, that sort of thing. The same as, you know, anything. And with that new codex, who knows? We'll see. I'm going to sidestep Custodies completely and say against free Buddhas, I, I hope the genes to the cult bring the heat yes.
0: when it comes to like,
1: Ooh, yes. being able because they're going to yeah. be released as well. And I hope that they have some really cool tools to deal with like flyers, especially considering that right now, for example, blips are like the bane of flyers so mm-hmm. that you can use player optimized terrain to stop them from getting the angles as they can't come near blips in their yep. movement phase. So yep. even if you go second, you can really shut down that alpha strike. And so hopefully we get to see that in the new codex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, during, now that's it that we have. Uh, that's all that we have for this uh, podcast. Now there are more Good armies job, yes. that are probably out there that, uh, that do really well against uh, Free Buddha. So, you know, hopefully... Uh, one of you guys out there can figure it out, but there. Uh, th- mostly this podcast was just talking about that. It's not as bleak as people make it out to be. Yeah,
4: yeah. Just yeah. take snake bites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the meta skewed so hard in one way into the MSUs T three MSUs. Yeah, one army just found a way they a to hard counter it. So yeah, yeah. Now I you think just gotta bring back some balance, mm-hmm. balance in all things, it's, as my friend Thanos once said. <laughs>
2: We as someone what? who, uh, whoa, why'd half of us die? Um, <laughs> no, as someone who kind of, I'm, I'm kind of like your average 40K player in the sense that mm. I consume a tremendous amount of content and I never actually play. So I, I feel like I, am, I'm, I, I have a, uh, like a good perspective on this, which is when you have like, uh, very stratifying lists like we do right now that like suck up all the air in the room and there are stuff that like rise to the top, Mm-hmm. Um, it it just it it seems like the whole meta is same samey. Whereas like you know ninety nine percent of a you know a tournament hall, all the n ones you know people on n two or people scrapping for five hundred, they're not always playing into freebooters. They're not always oh, yeah. playing into yeah. ad or, and like they might be playing into drukari, but you know like yeah, like drukari loses too sometimes. So it's not on the ground. It's really not bleak. But if you're an observer, it sure does seem that way. And so I think that's why people get really flamey about this when the meta gets into one of these bad ruts. And also, it would be really helpful and awesome if there was just some acknowledgement from, you know, powers that be that, you know, yeah, things things may seem a little too spicy right now, but don't worry, we're on it. We'll fix it. Um, the uh, the silence is deafening, and I think that's, that's kind of probably the biggest problem.
0: I can feel that, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right agree
1: all right. vow with the words of wisdom and the shades to shade all shades yeah,
2: yeah. yeah boy <laughs> so you can't tell what i'm actually looking at which is um <laughs> the uh frontline gaming uh secondhand shop which did not have any magnus or mortarians available uh, oh no so there you no. go guys so apparently oh. they're still in people yeah. are not selling them off
0: yeah all right so <laughs> that is it for this episode uh scary if you would like to plug yourself on where uh people can find you
1: into the 12-volt battery. Um, thanks a lot. For <laughs> <Take> a <laughs> I'm glad I got made you smile there. <laughs> <second>. um, <laughs> uh, you can find me, Skari, on YouTube, at Skardcast uh, on YouTube, uh, Patreon, all that good stuff. Just a huge shout-out to the Patreons without whom I couldn't do this. So thanks so much. And uh, yeah, I've also started doing some batteries with the Mini Wargaming. So if you oh, like oh. some cool, fun, action-packed games,
0: check it out. The Heck Archon yeah.
2: in residence.
0: Yep. And right. Mr. Heffelfinger, where can people find you?
2: I don't know. Around? <laughs> I'm, around I'm
0: around, bud. Down don't the worry. Street, Maybe. Not too far. The Alleyway. <laughs> somewhere. If you if you clap three times, if you I heard that if you say Val Heffelfinger in the mirror three times in a row, he pops up. Oh, that's what I heard. I was there
2: the whole time. I'm just a huge creep, scumbag. But <laughs> yeah. doing um, it get home tonight. I, I, I guess you say uh, I'll, I'll be helping out, running some streams coming up, hot and heavy in the future. We got uh, the the amazing uh, U.S. Open Austin coming up. Uh, there's going to be a, fi- a round of finals, which I don't know if anyone even knows about. Uh, that's going to be coming up uh, at the beginning of December for all the GW stuff. And of course we're we're getting ready for the big show, the LVO. Let's go. Uh where, where we're we're going to I think um put on the best uh Warhammer stream of all time. I can't wait
0: Excellent. to watch it. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm going to uh, be feeding the baby. <laughs> yeah. All right guys, thank you guys uh everybody. You know, uh, <laughs> have a have a good have a good night. Goodbye everybody. Bye
4: bye. We love you. Bye-bye. For us. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.